Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. Today, I want to talk about inflation, interest rates, and the Fed, and how these things affect the economy, they affect the stock market, they affect your budget, um, and give you some definitions to have a truer understanding of these three concepts. So um, inflation, I'm assuming most of us know what inflation is because we feel it every time we go to the grocery store. So inflation is the rise of uh, goods or services over a period of time. You have a year over year rise. Now the, the rise, the you know, price increase basically that um, the government tries to stick to, that the economy wants to have is around a 2% inflation year over year. Um, that is somewhat normal. That is, you know, what the um, the Fed, and you'll hear that, and I'll just uh, um, define who the Fed are later. But that is what they're trying to stick to about a two percent year over year increase. And I'm sure you've heard of something called CPI, Consumer Price Index. That is the main. There are there are you know multiple ways to um, calculate inflation, but that is the main one that the economy um, you know looks at, that businesses look at, that CPI, Consumer Price Index. So the consumer price index is a formula that takes a the cost of a baskets uh, baskets of goods or services um, from one year to the next. So you know what do these things cost in March of last year versus March of this year, and then they take that difference and they get a percent rate increase, and that gives you that year over year inflation and that CPI number. So CPI is something that is is mostly used. That's what you'll mostly hear about when talking about inflation. So, you know, obviously the economy was shut off during COVID and then it was turned back on. And so you had the Fed kind of sit back and wait and they were waiting to see if this inflation was going to be transitory. So was it just a transition from everything being shut off and then this pent up demand, not enough supply. We all know there were supply chain issues. There still are supply chain issues from that being shut off during that period of time. And even China um, having a no COVID policy and being shut off more recently. Um, that, that causes a disruption to the supply chain issues, and we, we all heard that. So was this inflation going to be transitory? Well, it wasn't. Um, so the Fed, who the Federal Reserve, had to step in and start raising interest rates because last year, as they began raising interest rates, last year, if you remember, over summer, we had inflation close to a 9% year-over-year increase. And that is really high obviously and you know that and you felt it because you went to the grocery store and you everything was more expensive and you went to the gas station everything was more expensive and clothes are more expensive and everything has gotten more expensive and that can only last so long as income is you know income and wages is not increasing at the same rate that inflation so that's a problem that is a problem for consumers that's a problem for the economy so the fed the federal reserve they are um, a part of the government that is in charge of helping control different economic um, cycles to things that they are able to do. Um, they have different tactics that they are able to use to, uh, in one for one instance, help control inflation. So they stepped in and started um, doing multiple things, but one main thing was raising interest rates to help curb inflation. So 
again, you know this, last year's headlines, we just had meeting after meeting, and we still are having meeting after meeting of the Fed, the Federal Reserve, raising interest rates. Um, the highest they raised it last year um, in a month was 75 basis points. I'm sure you've heard that before, which just means 0.75%. So 0.75% month increase on an interest rate. And then the next one's 0.75%. And then you had a half a percent, so 50 basis points increase. And then more recently, now they've slowed it down to 0.25% uh, or a 25 basis point increase. What does that mean and what interest rate are they even raising? I want to make sure that you understand how this process works. So the, so the Federal Reserve, the Fed, is in charge of setting the federal funds rate. And the federal funds rate is the interest that banks charge each other to borrow money overnight. So in bank regulation, there are certain standards that they have to keep with deposits and, and all of that that has to be met every day. And so if at night they realize they are short, they can borrow from other banks at an overnight rate. The Fed is setting the federal funds rate. They are setting that overnight interest rate in which banks borrow from each other. That's kind of a base rate. That gives you a base rate that all other interest rates are going to slowly build upon. So if the Fed, the federal funds rate is now set at 5% and that's what banks are charging each other, that is the, the lowest they will charge each other then to borrow money overnight, then of course, when they lend their money out to the average consumer, they are going to charge more than that because that's what they're having to pay, so they're gonna charge more. That means that auto loans then are higher. You know, bank, uh, business, you know, new business loans, if you are taking out a loan for your business, that's gonna be higher. And obviously the one most people pay closest attention to is mortgage rates. So all of those slowly build upon that federal funds rate. So that's the interest rate that they are raising. And then interest rates that we use most commonly are built upon that. So we have seen, I think, um, uh, the low mortgage rate was about 2.65% um, in uh, December. And then um, uh, the highest, I think, right now, you know, and it's fluctuated, it's fluctuated lately with some bank stuff, but it's you know closer to 7% or a little higher than 7%. So you can see how that you know federal funds rate is now at 5%, how that has changed mortgage, rate, mortgage rates over that period of same period of time. Why... So why is the Fed doing this? How does raising interest rates um, affect inflation? Uh, when COVID happened, um, the Fed funds rate was set to 0%. So meaning there was no interest being charged for that overnight borrowing, which meant that the bank was gonna charge less interest for everything else. And that got money exchanging hands quickly. So people were, you know, buying cars, people were starting businesses. They wanted to basically get that economy turned back on, get it going. They wanted people to spend money. They wanted money to exchange hands. So when the cost of borrowing is lower, people spend money and uh, more money exchanges hands and it, it you know gets that economy circulating again. Now, when that started happening too quickly and again, supply chain issues, geopolitical uh, issues, um, and then 
you know, those type of things that then raise inflation, the Fed is trying to slow that down. So they, in a sense, want to tighten the economy by slowing down the borrowing of money and slowing down the exchange of money. They want people to not borrow money as much. They want people to think twice. They want people to stop spending money. They're trying to slow things down in order to bring down those uh, costs of goods and services and that year-over-year inflation rate. So hopefully that makes sense. They're trying to tighten this economy. They are trying to get you to stop spending as much money. That is the goal. And that is why they raise interest rates in order to do that. So a few other things I want to define, because I'm sure you've heard if you've listened to headlines um, and you pay attention to this type of thing. You have probably heard um, the terms hawkish, dovish. So I wanted to explain those to you. What does that even mean? Um, when you know when the, the uh, Federal Reserve has their meetings, the chairman always speaks to the public and the stock market, you know, the market consumers, they're just hanging on every word he's saying to see, is he hawkish or is he dovish? Are they setting a hawkish tone or a dovish tone? Hawkish meaning they are being more aggressive. They are really going still hard after these interest rates. They're going to keep attacking them. Dovish meaning they are you know, they're calming it down. They're being a little bit more uh, soft towards interest rates. They're realizing they don't need to be as aggressive. So when he even speaks, when Jerome Powell speaks, um, the, you know, analysts and in, in, in the market essentially is listening and hanging on every word he says to see what kind of vibe he's giving off basically to kind of get a sense of where is this still going? Are they still, okay, so they raise interest rates this meeting. Are they going to do it again next meeting based off of what he's saying? How negative he, is he about the economy? How, um, intense is he being towards still raising interest rates to curb inflation and so you've heard those term uh those terms thrown out another thing you might have heard is a soft landing so what are what does that mean so um you know that's a term that came up a while back and it's kind of just stuck in this uh situation is they're wondering if the fed can deliver a soft landing for the economy basically picture an airplane the airplane is landing. Are you hitting turbulence on the way down or is it a smooth landing? So the idea is that they're able to hopefully raise interest rates just enough to not throw us into recession, to you know slow down inflation and this economy has this soft landing and it all goes well and peaceful and we can move forward. Or is it gonna be a soft-ish landing? Is there gonna be some bumps along the way um, that we have to work through? Or is it gonna be a complete disaster and are we crashing? And then, you know, that's the doom and gloom of we're gonna head into a recession because of all these things. So um, I, I want you to be familiar with that term as I'm sure you've heard it in headlines. So hopefully this gives you a little bit better understanding of these concepts of what it means. The stock market is obviously volatile during uh, interest rate rising for a couple reasons. One, uh, there is uncertainty. The stock market is, again, like I said, hanging on uh, the Federal Reserve Chairman's every word every time he speaks to see what he might be indicating is coming in the future. The stock market is a forward-facing being. It is looking eight plus months in advance in the economy to see what is going to be happening. So when there is uncertainty and it doesn't know if rates are gonna go up or down or stay the same, it causes volatility because people are you know, a little bit un unrest and it causes some volatility. So that's why you see market volatility around uh, interest rate raising. Um, another reason you see volatility is, uh, 
again, so when it's looking forward, it's wondering, okay, does this end in a recession? Is this going to, is that, you know, the, the Fed needs to tighten and they know that they might tighten enough that it causes a recession, but in their mind, that is better than an overheated economy where prices are out of control and consumers can't afford anything. So they know that's a possibility. And so the market's looking forward, like if a recession is a possibility, what do we want to be doing? People pull their money out and that sort of thing. So it causes volatility across the stock market in, um, with rising of interest rates or with a possible recession moving forward. What does this mean for your portfolio? So if you are a long-term investor, these type of um, markets and situations provide really good opportunity for you for investing. There are going to be share prices that are down well off their highs that are going to be in a much different place a few years from now. If you are a long-term investor, don't play the market for short-term gains because no one knows what's going to happen in the short term and you can definitely get burned. But if you don't need your money for a little while and you can dollar cost average, meaning you can put money into the market every single month and take advantage of lower share prices during this time, you're going to be in a really good position in the long run to, um, to make more money. So these types of, uh, markets, this types of volatility, um, a possible recession gives plenty of room for opportunity and for, for making money. And so, you know, try to shift your lens from being concerned about, markets being concerned about the economy to where if the, you know if these do things do happen in the economy where am i set up to take advantage of the opportunity that will be arising and so hopefully this gives you a better understanding of those concepts so you can have a little more confidence in your investing <laughs>